welcome to The Freelance Dance, a weekly conversation between three experienced freelancers who are navigating the ups and downs and the ins and outs of the freelance dance. My name is Jake Knight, joined by my co-hosts, Marty Theory and Brandon Watts. Welcome to The Freelance Dance. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our first episode. I am here with my co-hosts, Brandon Watts and Marty Theory, and I am Jake Knight, the owner of Pitch Black Marketing helping businesses grow. Uh, Brandon, could you tell us a little bit about what you do? Yep, so I've been involved in PR for 18 years now. Started out building software though, actually built a programming language for students and did that for a while. Done a lot of freelance writing and uh, tech blogging and so forth over the years, but mainly in PR. So helping tech startups develop PR strategies and get success, primarily uh, European companies, um, but that's kind of the zone I found myself in. That's me. Okay, cool. Thank you. And uh, Marty, give us a little bit history on you. I make websites. That's what I tell people when they ask me, what do you do? Uh, I make websites for small businesses, medium-sized businesses, um, from design, development, marketing, emails, all that, all that wrapped into one. So all part, I believe it's all part of the website. So Websites and branding, and I've been doing that for about probably ten years now, 10, 12 years. Yeah. So. Okay. Nice. Cool. Um, and I, yeah, I probably should have said I, I think I built my first website in like uh, ninety nine or two thousand one, um, yeah. and uh, yeah, it was pretty incredible. Um, I actually love not making websites anymore, so I think that's great that you do that. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so I think with the combined, we've got some marketing, some PR, some design, um, and it's going to be a fun conversation. And this week, we're talking about uh, social media, because everybody loves to talk about social media, obviously. Everybody loves social media, obviously. So maybe, Brandon, if you could just kind of lead us into this, tell us your, your love-hate relationship with social media. Sure. So it's a controversial it's a controversial relationship I have with it. So what's interesting is in the PR world, like I'm in, everyone assumes that uh, every publicist, every PR pro is just obsessed with social media, constantly tweeting, following reporters, doing whatever they can to get attention and to be promoting their clients. Now, I agree that that's good through the brand accounts, but um, personally, I do not use social media. In fact, I I notoriously don't use social media. I have a whopping, I think, 55 followers on Twitter. Uh, just I'm doing a humble brag there about my social activity, <laughs> even though I've had an account since I think late 2008 or nine or so forth. I don't use it. I have a LinkedIn actually, account. I was going to say Twitter Brandon. actually probably has like a, has, has like a special <laughs> category that you're probably in like the, one of the longest running users with the least amount of followers. Yes. And like I take might, pride in that. Be in a special. That's what right. What date was it? Oh man, I'll, actually, I'll look that up while I'm talking. It could be a little bit later than it was, but I think what is Twitter might tell you without being logged in because I'm not logged in because I don't use it. April 2007. April yes. 2007. Wow. And I've got a whopping 55 followers, proud of it. Um, so, so here's the thing I have grown social media for clients. I have grown, I've, I, years ago, I was brought in to manage social media for clients that were multinational companies. Um, I've grown communities from zero to 2 million plus and manage those communities. So I, I have a lot of social media experience. 
But throughout all that time, the last thing I want to do is actually use it myself. It's extremely distracting. Um, I'm trying to work less, not more. And I feel like if I'm interacting with social media, it's just more and more work. So I do use the accounts for companies and I will run them behind the scenes, but you will not see me talking about social media. So I actually wrote, I wrote an article about this back in 2014 for at the time Pando Daily, which was a pretty large tech and business site. And I got flamed for it. Everyone said I was completely crazy for not using it. I'm limiting my business, so on and so forth. Then you fast forward six years now and it's kind of becoming the cool thing to disconnect. So it is kind of interesting how it's come full circle. I think everyone is just burned out and doesn't need another distraction. Our phones already yell at us a billion times a day. So that's my stance. I'll just open up the conversation that way. I take the exact opposite stance as pretty much everyone in PR, but it has not limited me. And honestly, I, I'm proud to, to uh, treat it that way. So I don't okay. know, Marty, okay. Marty, what's no, your thought on that? Yeah, Marty. Well, I think I'm in the middle of you, you guys because I feel like Jake, I think is the complete opposite. And I, I'm curious, I want to, I'm curious to hear about Jake's stance because I want to see the complete opposite of, of the spectrum and see where I fit. Cause I'm pretty sure I'm almost probably dead center of both of you. Okay. So I, I haven't. Okay. So I just, I just looked up, I joined Twitter October of 2008. Um, I joined Facebook probably the year before 2007 or 2008, actually. I think I probably joined all the socials at the time. Like I just made a decision. I was going to do that. I currently have 34 followers on Twitter and I'm following 20 people. My last tweet was October 9th of 2019, um, which was just a retweet hoping to win a prize. So nothing, nothing fancy there. Um, I think social media has a, actually, Brandon, your article reading that today, this kind of made me come up with a few different thoughts on that, but I've used Instagram for forever. I, I, but I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a share of my own content a ton. I do. Uh, I think my other business in a previous life was a dance studio and like, there's always content to share. I was always doing something, but when you work from home and you know, obviously right now you're not really going anywhere. Um, I find it's a weird balance between like bragging about stuff that you're doing, which I'm not, I don't super feel comfortable, but then also, you know, I do tend to post things I think are funny, but not really because I, I want to like read the comments and like, like, I guess no one commented, I still would think it was funny and hope someone would smile. But from a personal usage, I don't use social media time, but from a, a business standpoint, I do think there's benefits of the businesses having social media. I mean, obviously interacting with customers and client, you know, potential people, but I don't think I have a, um, you're not going to see like a bunch of selfies on my Instagram account. I mean, if there is one, it was probably kind of a joke uh, or in jest or of like, you know, my wife and I, um, but no, I think, I think over the past few years, my, my view of it has changed from a fun thing to do. But like you said, Brandon, it's like, well, do I have the time? Like, do I want to get on my phone after I've just done, got done working and like scroll through and reply to people's comments? And um, yeah, I don't. So maybe, so maybe I'm I actually thought about even dumping Facebook altogether. I made, I've always made the case that like, well, I have to have a Facebook account because I manage Facebook businesses and I do. I don't need to look at it. I need to scroll through it, you know? So I don't know. I, I, my, my view has kind of shifted a little bit. I like keeping up with friends that I care about, um, which is hard to do on social media because you end up following so many people and it's just like, you know, a hodgepodge of 
of that. So I don't know. I, my, my view is, has changed over the years. I think it's important for a business to have a presence. Um, as far as personally, like I'm, I, I've asked, I go back and forth between how intent. Now do you, you know, yeah. how, how often do you post Jake? Would you say like on Instagram? So, um, let's for business for business versus versus social. So for, what do you think for, for, for business? Um, I had, I only have a few clients where I post in their behalf. Um, and then even my involvement with posting is like, I'm not the main person to post content. So, you know, it might be once, twice, three times, four times a week that I'll post on behalf of that client. Um, and sometimes it might be a week or two that I don't, they don't have me post anything or I don't need to post anything. Um, and I prefer the business to post on their own. I don't like to be the one responsible for, for doing that just because my bandwidth isn't, isn't great. But um, I think since, since January on my personal, 11, I have 11 posts on my personal Instagram since January. So yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I'm not, not a, yeah, not a ton. That's interesting. So, well, I, I'm kind of, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm similar, similar to Jake. I'm also similar to Brandon. I, I, um, I mean, <laughs> I think it's interesting. Uh, I, I was expecting from Jake, actually, I was expecting you to have a ton of followers. I was expecting you to have a lot more, um, uh, at least maybe even on Twitter. I, and I don't know because you have a lot of good things to say about, I mean, you just like, for, as far as marketing wise and talking with you. Yeah. And I guess, I guess I, one of my biggest challenges with any of those social media, I don't know how to, I don't, I don't take the time to express those viewpoints mm -hmm. because I'm too busy doing the, the stuff, Work. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think maybe that's, maybe that's an excuse or something, but um, I, I've, I have a couple of side hustle businesses that have, you know, between my, on our dance photography side of the space that we have like, you know, close to 8,000 followers on Instagram. But So for like, for that though, for instance, you probably post a ton on a regular basis. Yeah. Try, yeah, yeah. Usually. And then yep. Brandon, you probably, yep. Brandon, you probably, I mean, so you both are, yeah. you both are, are using social media. Like that's the, that's the thing. I think, you know, you're both are using social media on a, on a regular basis and to, you know, as a, as a way to make money. <laughs> right. But at the same right. time, yep. uh, for personal use, it's interesting to see like the reverse of how you feel about it. And it's probably a, a, a common you know, people who, the more people use it for other, for, as a business or for, for other businesses, um, how less, how much less they post for personal stuff. Um, I've yeah. always viewed social media as more of a resource. Um, I use Twitter and Instagram. Um, I mean, f first and foremost, I'm always, I always, if it's, if it's something new, I'll sign up for it. I don't, it doesn't matter what it is. It, TikTok. I signed up for it and then deleted the app two days later, you know, uh, uh, Snapchat when it first came out, I just was, you know, just to see what it was. And then, you know, more from a, more from a, Oh, this is a cool new app. Let me see what, what the, what kind of design and development, how they had, they built this, how, you know, what's, what's the features, that kind of stuff really interests me. Um, and then, you know, Instagram, obviously back before Instagram was bought by Facebook, um, I really enjoyed Instagram. Um, just from a, from the fact that you could be, it was more of like a creative outlet than a, than a ad feed <laughs> that it is now. Uh, you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep, I think, yep, yep. and I think that was one of the things that was valuable to Instagram for, for Facebook was to buy Instagram is because they had all the, you know, had all these users and daily users and 
people use it all the time. And I used it, I like to use it all the time. And I was on it all the time. And for me, um, at least I, I think my last post on Instagram on my personal account is maybe two years ago and an anniversary post. And that was, oh, you know, special. me and my wife, you know, <laughs> and it's like, I've always had, I've got, you know, I, I want to set up other accounts for other businesses and try to, you know, start other things, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. But at the same time, and I understand what, you know, why you would do that. But again, it's like, <clears throat> should I, or I can do that with my own personal account and then spam all my friends and say, Hey, this is all the stuff that I'm working on. <laughs> they would hate that. And you know, stuff like that you could definitely do. But, um, you know, so like, and then Twitter, I, Twitter for me is like, uh, I, you know, for whatever reason I have almost 300 followers, you know, to me, like, like I have no idea why, like, I, and, and I may know, I may know I agree. 10 people. I have no idea either why that's yeah. insane. <laughs> actually you both use twitter a lot don't you you both use it I, yeah or... i will so i think we i will post do it. Stuff. let's do an episode let's do an episode uh helping me like use twitter because i've actually thought it would be a great tool to use for my business and you know helping me grow my business and 300 followers is nothing though i mean it, it really isn't like the only reason oh, why oh. i think i have 300 followers is because i will i will talk to people about web stuff or tech stuff or respond back to them and, and I get in, get in a conversation about this and that. And some of the stuff that I post is stuff that's, I feel like to me is a more of a resource, you know, instead of an opinion, which I think Twitter is basically an, a horrible, horrible, <laughs> it's a rough well, spot. But, uh, so dark, dark place that can be, it, you know, that could be so. So just to like say that three hundred doesn't matter, um, yeah. I would counter that by saying, if those were three hundred CEOs of some of the biggest tech firms, and that three hundred is probably the best three hundred you're ever going to have on your, and that would be more than enough. So that's because that's the numbers. That's how I look at numbers as far as social media for businesses. Even right. like if you serve the public, then you have a lot of people following you. That's great. If you um, are a smaller business and you're super niche, then you don't need a ton of followers like that, you know, the one. So anyway, just a sidebar on my. Yeah, totally. Followers, so. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of going full circle with how I'm treating it right now. So I basically only use Twitter to consume information. I'm not posting, of course, but I do check it four or five times a day because I do follow a lot of journalists. I follow a lot of startups I'm interested in, and it just gives me context for when I pitch them or, or whatever. It is, it is probably the most powerful PR tool for someone like me because journalists love Twitter. It's how they get sources. It's how they get data for stories. It's how they ask um, PR people for information for their stories. So it's fantastic. And I, I love it for that. Um, but again, I, if you look at my account right now, just Brandon Watts, you'll be disappointed if you go. It's, it's quite a sight. Uh, it's just me retweeting press coverage of clients occasionally when I see something I want to retweet. That's all it is. So that's not going to attract a large audience, but it's a way for me to have almost for my own purposes, a timeline of some interesting stories that have come out over time. Now, I think, I think I made, gave the impression that I still use social media fairly regularly for clients, but I actually don't. I haven't had to run social media for a client for about six years. Oh, so, awesome. oh, wow. so I am is pretty it right hands after you off. wrote that article? 
Yeah, the I, article, I got, and they're I like, got yeah, you're banned not for life. VR anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> <that's true. laughs> but there is a case I make in that article. I've never had any company ask me. I, you would think that people would, as part of the interview process for a PR firm, look at your social media. And if they looked at mine, they would never talk to me, you would think. But the way my process is, it's usually referrals. Um, I only manage a couple clients at a time. It's, it's not, I don't have a high turnover business. So a lot of it is relationships and the social stuff just doesn't mean anything to me. And if you look at my LinkedIn account, I've had a LinkedIn since it was a thing. I don't think they tell you the date on your profile like Twitter does, but I have like 600, 700 people following me. I don't even know. And I have never posted once on LinkedIn. It is basically a Rolodex. Yeah. Now I may do that eventually. In fact, hey, the way which, I kind of want to... Just, just the sidebar, just for the, the younger folks listening, a Rolodex is what people used to use to store oh, phone mm. numbers of friends. It was paper and you spun it in a circle and it could like, it was, it was called a Rolodex. Like it was an yeah. index cards roll. Anyway, Google it and then you know how old Brandon is. Yeah, it's sad actually. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to like, that's good. Back like the contact list in your fancy iPhone. Yeah, no. That's, that's true, <laughs> but, uh, but I've never posted on LinkedIn and you think, how does this person have a business who has no social media, whose job people thinks relies on social media? It's never been a problem for me. I mean, my, my client process is direct outreach to people I'm interested in and I show them the results and that's how it happens. I don't have people finding me randomly on social media. I, I will say part of my strategy and I don't do it as much anymore is uh, what I did with that Pando Daily article. So instead of cultivating my own audience where I, I feel obligated to constantly post things and check and spend hours after I finish working just maintaining a brand that's not really driving my business, my, my plan is to just contribute to publications I respect. And that's what kicked me off. I wrote for Entrepreneur, Fast Company, all these different PR publications too, where you can get your, your voice heard to a real big audience in a way that's notable. So when I do reach out to clients, I send them those articles versus my own social media. And that proves that this person knows how to get coverage, which is really the ultimate goal that I have anyways, is to get actual results. So I can kind of go a roundabout way and do it that way versus saying, just checking my Twitter feed. So you, that's actually pretty profound because I think anybody who makes a claim that like you have to have social media to the, the weight and the value of social, I mean, we're all talking about it now, but, um, you think about social media and the, the emphasis on social, right? That's not, it's not business media. It's not get a job media. It's social media. It's designed to interact with other humans. And most people use social media for entertainment, right? Or like you said, it's a resource. You're looking for a news item or, and I'll be truthful. I did the same thing when there was, I don't remember when the fires happened or something out in California. I went to Twitter first just to see like, what, what is that about? Cause I figured if I do a search on Twitter, most likely to get somebody who's kind of it's in where yeah it's where things are happening you're 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 gonna get uh i i don't i don't i don't have a fa i don't know about facebook but i'm pretty sure twitter is probably the the place to see news happening period i mean there there's um i mean just the country that we live in right now and the way that things go and the way that things uh you know how people react to things you're gonna see everything's going to happen on Twitter. Um, <clears throat> I like, See, I don't think Twitter's I, done a good enough job marketing that. I wish they would market yeah, that. Like that's a, that's a great there, angle the, for a platform. Yeah. I, I think they're having, they're, they're, 
there's being pulled in a lot of different directions right now, <laughs> as far as what, what's, uh, what, is, what is Twitter? Um, but I, I also like the point that Brandon made about, um, the work life balance, because here's the thing, you know, every book you're going to read or some books you're going to read, they're going to say that, you know, well, if you have a social media presence, especially for like, if you're a freelancer or you're trying to go out and get, get work, um, you could almost, you could almost get too much work. You could almost get too much. You could almost, tur- you know, bog yourself down into, you know, something that you don't want to become. I'm not saying that it, it's going to happen, but that could that could definitely uh, turn into something that um, that would be its own full time job. Uh, you know, maybe. Yeah, they're called influencers. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, that's no just their not. entire job is. Posting. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So. I think part of it too is like, if you go on LinkedIn right now and all three of us have accounts, you know, if we go on LinkedIn right now and start scrolling, I, I don't like just watching people flex on Instagram on LinkedIn all day long. It's we close this deal and this is all the great stuff I've done. I mean, it's, it's like, it's pure marketing disguised as personal updates. And again, I'm not saying I'm not going to post things on there at some point because I am working on some things where I may do that, but it, it's just 700 people that I've, corresponded with or somehow been connected with just talking about themselves and their deals and things that don't really impact me. And honestly can kind of distract you and get you frustrated. If you see, you know, certain things working for certain people, you've tried that it's not working. It's, it's a hard balance there. Um, and the other thing I want to say about social media is because the, the other element of this away from work is social, like personal social life. How can you yeah. stay in touch with your friends if you're not on social media? Well, I'm talking to two friends right now. Like we stay in touch. We see each other. Uh, I know. Isn't that a very moments. touching? Get some music in the background <laughs> for that moment. But, uh, but I, I'm not one who wants to have close relationships with 700, 10,000, you know, 1 million people. Like that stresses me out. If they, if they text me yeah, or tweet sure. me or DM me, I'm going to feel obligated to respond immediately. Now my wife has Instagram and that's how I kind of stay connected through a different channel. I don't see it, but she shows me what I need to know, which is another great strategy. If you're married, if you're married, have a designated Instagram person. It helps because I don't see it, but I hear about it. And I still, you know what? I'm close friends with a certain amount of people. We get together, we hang out, we talk. We don't need social media to do that. It's part of it's probably a personality type for me that I just, it's just too much, but I am trying to work as little as possible. I don't, I don't want to create work for myself and social media feels like a job to me. It feels like another client and I don't want my Twitter feed or Instagram feed to feel like another client where I'm performing for others. That's my opinion. Yeah. That's just how I treat no, it. That, it makes, that makes, that makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Um, can I tell you my a little LinkedIn story? Please. Um, I haven't really used LinkedIn for what it's designed for, but I, I signed up for this company, this service, like 400 bucks a month or, you know, some review service and I couldn't get them to cancel the contract and they wouldn't, they kept like not returning my emails. And so I found out who the CEO of the company was, went on LinkedIn and sent him a direct message about what I wanted to do. And I kid you not, the next day, the company sent me an email saying that um, it's all been canceled. You're all set. Hope you think of us in the future. Cause my thing was super, my word message to the CEO was, which is what we'd all want to you know, reach out to, but essentially was like, you're going to, you're, you're changing me from a fan into like a, a critic. Like I'm like, I did like your company and I would probably use it in the future, but the way this is going, I'm, I'm going to become like your worst advocate. Like, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to recommend a different part. Anyway. 
So that's how I use LinkedIn. I don't know if that's like how LinkedIn intended, but it was, it was very effective. <laughs> I think you used it like Twitter. Uh, okay. I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the way they use Twitter. Um, so yeah, I've used, I've used Twitter like that before. I mean, I've, I've, I've reached out directly to brands to say, Hey, where's my thing? Or, Hey, why doesn't this work? Um, and then they usually okay. direct message me back. Can you keep this over here in direct message land, please? <laughs> can we, can we not broadcast we, this? We care about you personally. So we want to talk yeah, about it one-on-one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a great, there's a great PR spin. Um, I okay. Do think so that, let me just go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say too, that um, as far as how social media is used, I think there are people who use social media um, who are, who, who need to, who need to, con- who want to connect. Um, and I almost feel like, uh, you know, these companies have just kind of taken advantage of that. And I, I just think 100%. about some of the, you know what I mean? Some just, you think about like your, your mother or somebody who, who your aunt who wants to see what you're up to and they start following you. And they comment on all your stuff or they, this and that. And it's just, all that is, is, is they, they just want to have a, have a, have a conversation with you, communicate with you. And on the other hand, you have these big companies like Facebook and, uh, you know, stealing, you know, trying to advertise and trying to, you know, take advantage of people who just want to connect and yeah, it's for free. And this is what's, this is what it is. And this is how it's, how business is done. And, it's how advertising works. But at the same time, it's like, how many apps now do we have that we can use to connect with people? And there, there's some crazy stat know, on that too, that it's like, there's like 30 different apps on our phone that can, will allow us to communicate with another human, whether it's right. you know, written, yep. visual, or audio. And yet people still feel alone. They still feel like they're, they're not, they, you know, they're still, they've got the FOMO, they got, you know, all that stuff. And it's just like this, these are, these things aren't working. So. Well, and I think that's actually another great and probably none of us have a doctorate in psychology, but all of us are probably very well aware of the psychology of social media and exactly to what you said. Um, If you ever want to see some sadness is look at the comments on ads Hmm. and you'll see people have an exchange back and forth. And I've, I've seen stuff like, Hey, I can't do that. And then someone goes, Oh, it'd be really great to do this. And then a grandmother comments about how, well, she's on this medication for this illness. And like, I mean, that's all out in the public and they're, and they don't, they're not even aware of that information. So I, I do, what was that? Somebody said that if, if the platform is free, then you're the product. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's true. And, And that's really, and that's, and that's the case. So I, I think, you know, again, we could, there's so many facets of social media. So if you had to say, let's wrap this up in like a, a one or two sentence thing, Brandon, your current view of social media is. Well, it hasn't changed much since I wrote that article. Um, I feel like person again, I want to be clear. I do think businesses like the clients I work with should be active on social media from a personal standpoint. I don't find it valuable and it's something I avoid. So I do think it's valuable for business. Um, but I think constrained social media, I was going to mention when I heard Marty talking about that, if you guys remember path and that was, yeah. that was that whole attempt to have I like, I think that. the number was 40 people you could have on that yep. connection. I love that. App. There, oh, I forgot about that. 
there's a whole scientific approach. I remember about how many active relationships one person can manage and that's the number they had on path. And so it was just people you were really connected with. So it's not people commenting on ads who are, who are desperate and lonely and just sitting at their computers. Those 40 people or whatever the number was are people you actually will interact with. You look forward to interacting with. You don't have to beg them to interact with you. I think constrained social media like that. And I think there's going to be more platforms like that. This whole open the, the faucet and just bring in the entire world. I think that's those days are numbered. I just think people are burned out. I think, you know, an old school version of it is your text chain on your phone. And you know what? The new version of iMessage is pretty nice where you can have 10 people and have a productive conversation without a social media app. I think iMessage is the new hotness. <laughs> I, okay. It always was, but it's a new social network, here, folks. I'll take that. To, I'll take that to the next thing. I really feel like right now. So we're using Zoom, okay? Um, Zoom just does that one thing and doesn't want really well. But guess how many companies? Microsoft, Facebook, uh, Apple. Google. They all these guys have have their Google. They all have their own, uh, <laughs> uh, face, you know, FaceTime slash you know Meet Google Meet, yeah. and I don't know what Microsoft's got Teams. So you've Teams, got, yeah. you know, but there, nobody's using it like Zoom, right? Like how come Zoom, where, where was it that Zoom came out of nowhere and was like, Zoom is now the, everybody needs to use Zoom. Um, Dude, I think I think it's the name part. I think it's a great yeah. marketing with the name Zoom. No. Because Zoom is super easy to say and it sounds fun. Uh, it makes it easy. Signing up to Teams. Up. You really want to sign up to Teams? You want to like <laughs> hang out on Teams? Uh, and here's Shut here's up. the thing too. This is why I love Zoom and I, I, I used it before the pandemic and I'll use it after. There is no social layer to Zoom. There's yeah. no feed. There's no anything. It's intentional meetings. You set up a meeting with people you want to talk to and you show up. There's not like Microsoft Teams. You can chat. We don't want to chat. We want to chat in the meeting we're in now, but we don't want to chat after it. The purpose yeah. is to yeah. come here yeah. and talk and then leave and we forget about Zoom. All these yeah. other apps mix in the social stuff and I don't need to send you you know, a sticker of a cat, you know, midweek, just because I'm thinking of you or something like, it's just, so it's, you didn't like, that's, you didn't like the one that I sent you. Well, this week, I was then, okay, addressing that specifically. I, I yes. Okay. But that's, what's so great about zoom. That's what's so great about zoom. We're going to hit end and it's over. It was a confined thing. I just feel like Apple no, would probably yeah. come, Apple will probably come out with something better than FaceTime. They got, a, they've got the, the, the groups now, but I feel like just I, using your FaceTime on a Mac is awful is an awful it experience is awful awful i don't understand it why it's so bad it weekly, is. and it's it's so terrible it's so terrible um okay so marty does that your social media like one take i said one or two sentences brandon that was like a monologue yeah i had a, I had a fine, no, it's fine sorry okay, i just right. again social media to me is just a resource uh it's just a tool that i can keep up with people that are in my industry and 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 community get news you know i think that's what social media is is uh i'm also an ad blocker so i have all the ad blockers um I, i'm almost to the point where i'm setting i'm going to set up a vpn on my router so i don't even get ads to anything even on my apple tv so you know that's to me like that's where i want to be i i, I don't want to see any ads i want to see i just want to see organic uh i don't care if you, you know i i will Admit though that I have bought one or two things from Instagram ads, but that's it. And then, <laughs> but other I, yep, than that, see. I've never, you know, I've never bought anything. Instagram does have a w really, really uh, good algorithm for how they do stuff. But other than that, I don't want to see any ads. 
so so thank you for sharing that i obviously obviously as i work in marketing i write google ads and i do facebook ads uh so i'm not pleased with your decision um to block ads but i respect <laughs> it um i respect it uh i'll just look for a different way like direct mail to uh find yeah. you so yeah there, there's yeah. there's ways email can't gotta check your email yeah um anyway <laughs> so that that's good i i think uh I think I, I think we were all kind of saying the same thing that social media is a tool, um, not necessarily a like a rec recreation, right? Like most people, a lot of people use social media as like a, they scroll through the feed. But um, there's a great book, and I was going to talk about this at some other other point, but um, uh, indistractable, and that's exactly what hacking back. It's even turning off notifications, so even using it on your phone as, as opposed to deleting it, but. Um, no, I think that's, I think that's great. I bet you there's a lot of people that feel the same way. So, uh, Hey, if you're listening and you feel the need to contribute, uh, send us an email and we'll tell you what that email is at some point in time. Cause we don't have it. So, you know, what? tweet us. That's good. Yeah. Right? That's the we'll thing. Probably, guys. We'll probably have a Twitter handle. We'll most likely have a Twitter handle. We'll insert it right here. I'll be all over it. I'll be all over that thing. Tweeting like crazy. <laughs> Tweet now. I'll respond in ten years. You'll have to uh, wait we'll for it. Have, we'll also have it in our uh, in our show notes. notes. Show notes. Yeah. Show notes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, that's great. Now, so let's do this next section, which we're going to call new things. We'll probably have a cooler name than new things, but um, this is where we're just going to each week just bring out something that is new in our life or is interesting, um, it can be anything. Uh, and then we're gonna share this, what we found. So uh, because I put Brandon on the spot earlier, I'm gonna put Marty on the spot first and be like, Marty, what is your new thing? My new thing is super geeky, but I'll tell you what it's called. Uh, it's called Pine. And what it does is uh, it will, it's a little mini app that you have in your, in your menu bar and you can take it and select text on an image and it will automatically copy that text immediately into a notepad. So I don't know if you have people who send you images and I got a text message sending me a bunch of PDFs or a bunch of uh, brochures and they wanted me to copy the text that was in that brochure. And so I was able to use this app to just copy the text straight from the picture and it turned it into text which was pretty nice. It's called pine. That's, it's on GitHub. It's, it's a really hard thing to, to uh, install. <laughs> so <laughs> I might, super I might geeky. Put, Got it. yeah, it's super geeky. I'll probably, I'll, I'll add it to the, to the notes. It's just something cool to look at, but uh, hopefully they have a better way of installing it. Like turning it into an app and there may it's be another app. That's better IO, is there? No, it's, it's uh, okay. I'll send you, I'll send you, it's a little, I'll put it in the chat. I mean, this is like this is geeky as you can get. You have to come. You have to use the your command line to install it. Anyway, Every time um, <laughs> I see GitHub, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be. Do I want it that bad? Do I want it that bad? <laughs> I don't want to read readme.txt. Readme.txt will get you so every time. If there's a new, if by the time this comes out, if there's a new app that has does something similar, uh, it's called a it's called an OCR scanner. So it'll it'll. Oh yeah. 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 Copy that for you, but okay, cool. I thought it's well, cool. 
Thank you for sharing that, uh, Brandon. <laughs> what, what do you got? Yeah. So this is a big week, huge week. So huge. I, I yeah. I I was using a seven-year-old iMac, which is kind of embarrassing, but it was wow. it was running well, and uh, thing died, of course. And then I was like, okay, new iMacs haven't been released yet. We're still waiting for that. So I went to my laptop, which is a five-year-old, one-port MacBook, one-point-one gigahertz. So that's not living in the future. That's uh, <laughs> that's almost as embarrassing as the seven-year-old iMac. So I was like, I got to fix this situation. So. I went out and got the 16 inch MacBook Pro and it is amazing how far things have come because I was living seven years ago. The thing's fast. It's uh, I'm not really into the touch bar, which is a common piece of feedback. It's kind of cool for like videos to scrub through, but even that wasn't necessary. It's just like fun to do that once. And then you're like, okay, take this thing out of my laptop. <laughs> but uh, it's a beautiful computer. It's fast. It's the base model. I love it. Um, but my secondary surprise pick is uh, I do a lot of Zoom calls like we all do. And it was irritating trying to set this laptop up to do to use the webcam and to uh, do these video calls. So I finally got a Logitech C925E. It's not the one that everyone recommends because all these webcams are out of stock. But I did find this one and uh, using it for the first time right now. And it seems to be working pretty well. The picture's good. Um, so I actually feel like I have a desktop computer again, even though I'm on a MacBook Pro. So until I get the new iMac, whenever that comes out, I'm set. So it's good to, it's good to finally live in 2020 with tech and not be uh, nice. you know, running classic OS X. <laughs> what about that Touch ID? Touch ID is great. It's great. I thought I wasn't going to use it, but I'm using it instead of typing passwords in for sure. Yeah. It's it's phenomenal. So uh, to your point about the touch bar, I also have the 16 inch MacBook Pro and every time I want to use it, I have to like lean into my computer and look down at it, which is like not good use user interface that I have to adjust my bodily position to use this tool. Anyway, I'm with you there. But you know, anyway, so great, great. Um, my, my pick is this week, actually, um, have you heard the app wish.com or wish it's like a shopping app? Yeah. Mm -mm. Okay. It's just shopping app. It's super, super. They've built this massive company only doing digital advertising. They've never done a TV spot or, or any, any, anything, but they have, you know, millions and millions of whatever. It's a big business. But when I signed up for an account, they gave me a free, a free item that I could pick out of their store, like a, like a free trinket. Well, it took like two months for it to get here, but I am happy to report that I just purchased a free <laughs> crossbow. So this thing is intense. It has actually has a metal spring, like for like the actual bow part, it's metal and that's braided wire. Um, and it came with like a pack of these, like they look like toothpicks, but they're like specially designed. Um, and this thing, it's, it's crazy. So I think I our, mean, our loyal our loyal listeners need to know that we're seeing something. You might be expecting a huge crossbow. This thing is what three inches? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, let's set, let's set expectations. Top, top, you have to yeah. see this to believe this. You could four, use four inches top to bottom. Toothpicks are the firing weapon. Um, but I'm going to point this at a can right here, and I'm just going to see what happens. I've never done this before. Oh, oh, it bounced off. Okay, it goes through paper though. It'll go. It sticks into cardboard. It's pretty dangerous. Like I wouldn't recommend this. Like if you have children, but um, it's a fun little, it's a fun little thing to, to, you know, bring out at parties. So that's my, that's my fun three inch mini crossbow. Um, I will, I will never go I'll to use that for about a week. Again. Nope. I was like, 
Yeah, I know. Yeah. I have other thoughts about that, but all right, cool. Well, Hey, any, uh, any parting words or comments, either you guys? This was fun. I loved it. Let's do more of these. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and okay, watswear.com if you need PR services. Oh yeah. That's I don't right. think we gave and our websites. That's how unskilled we are. Don't come to my website yet. It's not ready. <laughs> go ahead. Go to, but go to watswear.com. <laughs> yeah. And if you, need PR, if you need PR, that's who you need to talk to. And, and let's just say, Watts. let's just say a certain Marty theory might've made watswear.com. So you may not see yeah, his website, but you'll see that. my website. <laughs> Neither here. Nice. Nor. Nice. And you can, uh, you can find me at pitchblackmarketing.com. So that's great. Well, hey, Marty, we'll, we'll patiently and anxiously await for the big reveal of your site. We'll build anticipation for oh, episodes. No, that's um, too much pressure. So I hope that makes you feeling better right now. You shouldn't have said it wasn't ready. Um, all right, great. Well, hey, guys, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us on our first episode. And next week, we are very excited to talk about the design of LaCroix cans. So let's, uh, we'll talk about that uh, next week. Until then, see ya. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Freelance Dance. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time.